Opinionated Marketers, a podcast from Cambridge Marketing College. Hello and welcome to the first Opinionated Marketers of 2023 with Charles Nixon and me, Kieran Kapoor. Um, Charles, we're going to be talking about our predictions for key things for this year. Um, But I really wanted to start the year with being a little bit more optimistic. And there was a fantastic report about the fact that the hole in the ozone layer is starting to repair itself and should be fully repaired by the 2040s, which I just thought was such a lovely, optimistic story. It certainly is, isn't it? I mean, the damage to the ozone layer will recover by 2040, according to a UN report. That was reported this morning. And I think it is a really good sign that the world can get its act together. You know, mm. the uh, reduction in flor- chlorofluorocarbons, which was highlighted uh, and certainly to me when I saw a report that um, the Prince of Wales, now the King, um, had been one of the first to act in the royal households to stop people using hairsprays, which were powered by fluorocarbons carbons and I found that was quite an amazing thing that um, we can all get together in the 1980s um, come to mm. an agreement and it will get better um, yes. I think 19 it took seven years to get a ban um, but once that ban's been in place you know we're we're solving one of the problems which we still probably have in the back of our minds as one of the the negative things about the climate so yes I think it's it shows that we can get it done. Yes, let's hope sort of plastics and other things come uh, come along in the future. But yes, I thought that was just such a wonderful story. It gave me a, a real lift because I remember all the the fights about getting chlorofluorocarbons um, banned and, and the concern that it was going to affect industries. And I think there was concern about the amount of them that were in fridges. And when chi- the Chinese all had fridges, we were going to completely get rid of the, um, the ozone layer. And you look back now and it just sounds such a lot of overblown hype and it really makes me hope that some of the stuff we talk about now is going to be equally overblown. I think there's two aspects to it. Yes, I, I hope so. And um, as you know, I'm not particularly uh, fond of the general level of media hype that there is these days. Um, the other aspect, of course, is that perhaps we wouldn't have actually got our act together if we didn't have the hype. So there's a debate to be had on that subject. So I, I think we, we do need to have a large level of um, getting people aware and uh, taking action, um, but perhaps not necessarily take, feeling so doomy and gloomy about everything. Um, uh, so, um, what do we predict for the uh, the coming year? Um, so, I've got a list of a few items which I think um, we need to think about. Um, do you have any off the top of your head? I think the the one I keep coming across at the moment is people talking about pricing and what they should be doing with pricing. There's a lot of nervousness about putting up prices and whether we should be dropping prices or doing sales promotions. So, I think there's some quite interesting issues and trends around that. Yes, I quite agree. I think marketers have to be uh, um, savvy uh, in the way in which they they approach this and to some degree take a strategic view. Um, Prices will be under pressure or rather to be more precise, margins will be under pressure as costs increase. Um, and uh, that will therefore mean that there is the incentive to pass that price on to uh, the consumer or the end user. Um, but we need to think quite clearly about what that might do to uh, demand. So we need to understand more about price elasticity um, than we probably have done in the past for our goods and services. Um, and I think we also need to think about uh, things such as seasonality. 
um, and how and when we should vary prices um, to take on board this fact. Um, this is the traditional time used to be for sales, and indeed everybody has got a sale on, but the sales are probably almost permanent these days. And what does that constant deflation do to people's expectations. And this is a problem, I think, that we have to counter. You know, people, uh, consumers, constantly think that the product will be on offer in the future if it isn't on offer now. So mm -hmm. I think we have to think clearly as to when we time our promotions and perhaps giving reasons for them um, so that it becomes, one, justified, but two, doesn't set the expectation of constant price uh, discounting. Um, I think seasonality is important, but I also think that the aspect that you mentioned of sales promotion has to be taken much more seriously these days. Um, and uh, as we go through the year, there will be a decline in the rate of inflation. That's almost inevitable given the fact that the major price hikes will drop out of the calculation doesn't mean that prices haven't gone up. It just means they're not continuing to go up at the same rate. So Yes, beware, guys. The uh, Prime Minister's claim that he's going to halve inflation by the end of the year is no claim at all. The claim is if he could get prices to reduce and we had negative inflation for a bit. Otherwise, we're just baking in the price increase. Yes, it's called the ratchet effect. So if, uh, mm -hmm. prices nearly always go up, but very rarely come down on a permanent basis. Um, so so we have to feel very clearly about what it is that we want to uh, achieve with our pricing. Um, and we may well change some of that method. We may well move to things like a subscription model. Um, Pret-a-Manger, I believe, has been fairly successful in moving to a subscription model for drinks um, rather than buying the individual one. Um, a subscription model has been tried by a lot of companies, and that's a possibility. Uh, there may well be the buy now, uh, pay later um, approach. I'm not particularly in favour of it, but it is certainly one that's gaining a lot of traction. Um, and I think that there are uh, innovations to, to be had uh, with loyalty and loyalty cards and loyalty programmes. I think the buy now, pay later is quite interesting. I mean, the rise of Klarna, for example, yeah. I mean, you see it everywhere, you know, pay it in three instalments brings us to one of the other trends that I know we want to talk about, which is resilience, because it's all very well for a company to say, well, we're going to do a buy now, pay later. That's that's great for the consumer. It gets them to perhaps give us some money up front. And then we know we've got a trickle coming through. You are making the assumption that the consumer is going to still be able to pay. And in a, a rising marketplace with falling real wages, etc., that is a business risk that you have to be aware of. Yes, and for businesses, there obviously has to be either an insurance program that goes alongside this, um, or you have to do a good amount of credit checking when you actually take on board your um, your debt, as it were. Mm -hmm. um, I think the resilience side of things is also um, something that we need to think about at the macro level. Um, the Ukrainian war isn't going to go away, so we, what will be the continuing issues that that will bring about in terms of the energy market price? Prices, um, the uh, restrictions of um, um, uh, goods and uh, that will come out of that area of the uh, of Europe, um, and we also need to think about uh, the issue of uh, rampant COVID now in China. Um, what will that do to the supply chains um, and um, availability of components and indeed raw? Um, 
not only raw materials, but finished products. So I think we need to think about the resilience of our own organization's ability to continue to supply um, the products and services that we uh, may be reliant on sourcing from elsewhere. So resilience will um, be matched also by the air, uh, energy um, problem. At the moment, we're enjoying a fairly mild period of the winter. As soon as it gets back to being cold again, the headlines will be starting to flow around about uh, price um, increases or um, power cuts. And we need to think quite clearly about uh, what that means for our own organization's ability to continue its operations. Um, the other thing that I do think uh, is important um, from a positive perspective is looking at the product side, we need to continue to innovate. Um, we need to think about the fact that there is very little economic growth, there's little population growth, therefore where will any growth come from for our, for our organisation and that is going to be through product and service innovation. And AI now I think is taking a central point at which every organisation Yes, I think we have to, think to be careful it. with AI because so much of what is talked about in the media or in uninformed circles as AI is actually just machine learning. Um, Absolutely. A machine can just keep learning and keep plodding um, putting things together. That's very different from having an artificial intelligence Skynet type thing. But I uh, yes, I mean, from the college's perspective, we're, we're both looking at the chat GPT box, which is now um, coming in and starting to, apparently to start writing essays and other things for people. That's the big scary story. Actually, there's so much useful stuff that a, a chatbot could do. Indeed, um, that, yes that could support what you're doing, um, uh, be it live, be it um, supporting live chat, be it helping with um, service calls, because a lot of service calls are quite repetitive. And actually, the person calling just wants an answer. Yeah. Um, and they don't really care how they get their answer as long as they get it quickly. No, you're absolutely right. We have over the last 30 odd years seen computers take over the repetitive aspects of business. Firstly, with the manual aspects, so robots on production lines, then robots in sorting areas, um, and then to some degree robots in the service sector. So anything that is repetitive and that can have a fairly high level of predictability is potentially uh, something that can um, be applied with machine learning. Essentially, the machine learns the nuances of the various alternative answers and basically adds them to its stock in the database. Um, and um, yes, this will mean to some degree um, recession um, through, sorry, unemployment um, coming into some jobs, but it also means there's an opportunity here to liberate people from monotonous tasks um, and give them more uh, creative tasks. So machine learning, yes, sometimes referred to as AI, is undoubtedly going to be built into almost everything. Um, and the individual can be liberated to do more creative work. And I think Every organisation needs to think about this from the point of view of its product development. Yes, there's a lot of um, scare stories about AI. There's also, I mean, there are, and machine learning, there are things that you do have to be careful of. It can be very biased. The machine can have unconscious bias because it can only be as good as what's put in, as the data that's put into it. So there are things that you have to be careful of. It's not something that just, you just say, oh, that's great, we'll install one of those and everything will be hunky-dory. But it's still, it's not something to be frightened of. And I think too often I'm hearing people going, oh, we don't want to go down that route. Well, actually, if it 
makes life easier for the business and for the customer, then you should. Yes, I think if you were to, to, to rephrase the question, if you don't want to go down the machine learning route, I don't want to use a computer, would mm. sound daft. Um, and that is all we, would, we are doing. We are essentially taking a more uh, high performance piece of software um, and using a computer program to solve a problem whether or not we'd have written a macro in the past uh, in a spreadsheet or we'd have used a pre-programmed calculator to do it. That's what we're uh, basically saying. So I think going forward, there are elements that are positive as well as some um, uh, negative or some pitfalls that we have to look forward to. And I know that uh, the college is looking at themes for the, the year and one which will be planning. Um, uh, I don't know if there's a great deal you want to say about that at this stage, but perhaps we'll talk about planning and the practicalities of planning next time. I think that's a great idea. Lovely to talk to you, Charles, and Happy New Year. And you too. Like and subscribe to this feed for more podcast content. From Cambridge Marketing College.